thank you. Praise the Lord. Did I hear anything at all? I said praise the Lord. Thank you very much. Shall we pray? Father and our God, we thank you for this morning. Thank you for the second service. Thank you, O God. The fact that our gathering is unto you, but not unto any man. Not even to me, Dennis. I am only but your instruments. And so I pray that your will will be perfected through my tongue in the name of Jesus. That our eyes would see, our ears would hear what the Spirit has to say to us. Thank you for hearing us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And everyone said, I'd rather start with a very simple question. I just want you to think about this scenario. And um, let's see what will be your heart. What would your heart perceive? What I want to share with you this morning, honestly, I had planned to speak on what is happening, throw more light on this uh, LGBT plus matters. Somehow, um, I didn't sense right on that. And so, I want to share something briefly with you on what I shared with the king's men on Saturday, a bit of that. Because it's, um, God was quite strong to me when they asked that we have a meeting. And I went to the Lord and I said, what would you have me to tell the men? And God was very specific and clear. And I felt later on that it's a message that is not only for the men, but for all of us. Jesus said, what I speak to you, I speak to all others. And so that's the reason why I'm going to share this with you. But I just want to quickly check something. The title of my message is as simple as, Where and what will Jesus be and be doing? If Jesus were here, what do you think will be? I don't mind if somebody were to answer me. If Jesus, where is someone? Come, my dear Reggie. What do you think if Jesus was here in person? You can stand here and watch them. If Jesus were here in person, where would he be? And what would be his preoccupation? What do you think? Who can help us? You can't answer that? Hello? Somebody going to try that? Yes, Mama, on your right side. Thank you very much. These are many blessings. I think you will be looking for the lost to tell them about the kingdom of God. So Can you speak out a bit? Can you help us, please? You will be looking for the lost and tell them about the kingdom of God so they will be saved. Hallelujah. So our sister said she believes that Jesus will be preoccupied by looking for the lost and to... And, and, and then also tell them about the kingdom of God. I don't have any doubt about that. I want to be honest with you. I don't have any doubt about that. But he is not here. And I say he is not here, but he is here. Praise the Lord. I want us to catch this. You see, we have, we have become very 
occupied with so many things that is not helping the kingdom of God. They look nice, but they don't help the kingdom of God. And I want to plead with you that this evangelism month, it will not be a celebration, but it will be a visitation to the heart to revive, uh, to revive us unto what Jesus would have us to do. Praise the Lord. In Luke chapter 10, I just take the first verse. Luke chapter 10. Where and what would Jesus be doing? Where would Jesus be and what would he be doing? The Bible says, after these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also. And send them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. Ellie, can you give it to me in NLT or GB, uh, GNB? The Lord now chose 72 others, other disciples and sent them ahead in pairs. To all towns and places he planned to visit. Praise the Lord. The Lord now chose 72 others, uh, 72 other disciples and sent them ahead in pairs to all towns and places he planned to visit message. Later, the master selected 70 and sent them ahead of him in pairs to every town and place he intended to go. Child of God, may I tell you something? Jesus had taken us in his stead. Praise the Lord. Where Jesus wants to go is where he has allowed you and I to go with him. When I say to go with him, I mean that any time we yield and understand that Jesus is at work in us, both to will and to do of his good pleasure, we are allowing him to do what pleases him. You see, where Jesus, that's why I asked the question, where do you think he would want to go? Jesus is interested in everyone who has not heard the gospel. Jesus is so mindful of wanting everybody to hear the gospel. And so may I say to us, we should allow ourselves to be made by him so we can become fruitful. Praise the Lord. He, is, he wouldn't send any of us to any place he doesn't want to. And when he was leaving, he said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. This morning... I want us to have fresh understanding and quickening concerning what is our mandate. You see, are you listening to me? The reason why we may 
not be effective could be because we have not been made yet. In Matthew chapter 4 verse 19. Listen to this word. Bible said, Then he said to them, Follow me. And I will make you fishers of men. Praise the Lord. Are you listening to me, child of God? I will make you fishers of men. I am praying for me. And I am praying for you. Because what I see here, I don't think that anybody can claim to be a follower of Jesus when that person doesn't care to catch men. I don't think so. From what I hear from Jesus, I don't think so. Follow me. And I will make you. I haven't seen three ways by which God called us to be. With the exception of one thing. Come, be with me and I will send you to fish out men. This week... I was standing in the yard here and a brother raised something that set me thinking. He said, and I'm being honest with you, why do we make announcements in this church that it is a general outreach day And leaders, church members, will just take their Bibles and just drive off. When he said that, I knew his mouth was borrowed by the Lord. Because it was so clear to me. That indeed, if we have been made, we will become fishes of men. Majority of us are losing the vision. We can, we can, we can, we can talk about it from the pulpit. This month. The outreach is being led by the sanctuary and so, so, and so. And you will never see one single sanctuary member who would obey this for us to go out and tell. Can I ask you something? And let's be honest. We are either deceiving ourselves or we are being deceived. Anytime I heard the announcement, I sit in that seat and I have... My spirit start begging, Heavenly Father, you know that this is not true. That the outreach people is going to be led by the sanctuary people. We, we, it's not true, but we are doing it. May the Lord forgive us. May the Lord forgive us. Why? 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 Jesus said, follow me, brother. I'm begging you. Listen, I am not speaking as if I am exceptional. What God deals with me on is what I share with you. And I want to tell us, if we are ever going to be instruments in the hands of Jesus and to show that we are following him, the commonest thing that shall be done is that we will become catchers of men. People don't care now anymore. People don't care now 
whether people will die and go to hell, they don't care. But for you, may it not be so. Hey. The Bible said, I will make you. You know, I was with my group, the outreach people last night. And I was telling them that either let's face it, let's face it and repent. Either we have not been made yet or we believe in religion. You know why I'm saying that in Luke chapter 5, verse number 9 to 11. See, something happened to the disciples. You will notice in John chapter 4 where we read, you will notice that Jesus was just passing and then he said, come, follow me, I will make you fishers of men. Some of them dropped their father's business and they followed. And then he was with them. By this time, this particular place, it was so very clear that the people, the people have not caught what he was trying to say very much. So, they, they, they are in it, but they were also seen to their own business. And then all of a sudden, Jesus appears there. Most of you know the story. Jesus appears there, and then he is saying, have you caught any fish? I'm just giving the summary part of it. Have you caught any fish? Oh no, we have told all night this, that, that, that. Then he said, throw it this way. And then they throw it and now they catch. The Bible says, for he, for he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. So the man comes now and he instructs and the thing is a different matter. They catch so much fish. What does that mean? It is the beginning of our boom, big business. So they were very astonished. Experienced fishermen. They have done everything they could to catch. They wouldn't. But at the word of Jesus Christ, immediately they are, the fish is just fantastic. And what do you think should be happening? We are going to have capital now to expand. Now listen to something that happened. And so... Also was James and John, the sons of Zebedee, I told you in Matthew 4, who were partners with Simon or Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, do not be afraid. Now, here is the matter. Do not be afraid. Well, at the word of Jesus Christ, they have been so overwhelmed that fear has now dawned on his heart. But I love this. Jesus, don't be afraid. Now he says, from now on, you will catch men. Praise the Lord. What does that mean? At the time that he said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. It had not happened. It had not happened. But this time, the heavens opened and the revelation dawned. Their hearts were changed. And from this time, the Bible says, from now on, you will catch men. But it is interesting. As soon as they heard that, in the verse 11, the Bible says, So when they have brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. What does that mean? You see, until something has happened to you, you will never take the catches of men so serious. It will never, you will play religion. And I I must tell you this. It doesn't mean that you should stop with your work. Hello? 
But what I know is that when this revelation had come from now on, if that revelation catches you even on your job, even on your job, you will catch men. You will catch men. Because you will carry Jesus in a manner that when you have not even opened your mouth, people will come to you and say, who are you? You seem to be different. There is something about you. And it pains the Lord. Honestly, it pains the Lord. That positions that God has given to man is being messed up with bitterness and funny, funny, funny things rather than catching of men. And so we want to beg God that from now on something must happen to us. Praise the Lord. I will tell even in church, even in church, if some people look at other people, they will stop church. I'm telling you. Even in church. So we want to beg God that Jesus take your place here. Take your place. You see, when Jesus takes his place in the life of an individual, whoever is hearing that individual has two options. Either he will see Jesus in you and accept it and accept your word or he will reject Jesus in you and reject you. Praise the Lord. In Matthew chapter 10 verse 14 you will see something that Jesus said. He who receives you he who receives you receives me also. And he who receives me uh, and he who receives me receives him who sent me. You know, there are some scriptures it makes you know that a believer has no choice to live for himself than to carry Jesus. Hello? Are you listening to me? A believer doesn't have a second life. He has only one life. And that life is to carry Jesus. Because you see, people will see him at work in you. And they will receive you or they will reject him. It's so simple. That's why I'm very mindful and I keep telling every one of us and myself carry Jesus. Dennis, carry Jesus. You don't have any option. You don't, you simply don't, you don't, you see, we, there are certain scriptures we don't use them as cliche. We don't use them as slogans. We don't, uh, for me to live is Christ. You can't say that when you don't carry the life of Christ. You can't say that. It's dawning on me to be careful and to carry Jesus in a manner that people will see him. May I beg us, we actually don't have a choice. Oh. Listen, church it's not meant for just gathering. Church is meant for people coming to be available, to be filled with Jesus, that they may go out to demonstrate Jesus. Praise the Lord. That is what church is meant for. Otherwise, otherwise, we will be surprised one day. And I'm pleading with God. I'm pleading with God. He who receives you, 
Has it ever dawned on your heart that you went somewhere and you were seen as Jesus? If you think it doesn't matter, I announce it today. This is how Jesus wants us to be. Can you imagine me sending my son to Chairman, Brother Ike, and say to him, take this envelope and give it to this man. And then he drives to his place and he goes and he says, take this envelope. And the man asks, for what? He says, oh, I'm, I'm just giving it to you. I have a sense that this is how we have been playing it. That is why we don't see the glory of God. But if we will be mindful to allow Jesus to work in us, it will be very easy. And I want to announce that we will be very attractive and the preaching of the gospel will be very easy. Praise the Lord. Where would Jesus be? And what would he be doing? Is the question we are grappling with. What do you think Jesus, if we saw him in person, what do you think would be his preoccupation? What do you think would be the thing that you'll be so mindful of? A mega church? Oh, I beg you. Jesus cares for every soul. Here he was. There was a shortcut to where he was going with the disciples. And then all of a sudden, they took a longer route and then they got to a place under the scorching sun. And then he drops by the well and then he says, we need water. And the guys were so hungry and tired that they tell him that, Master, this place is so dry, we're just going to buy food and come. All of us are hungry because we have walked a long path. And then they go, they come. He comes, by the time they came back, they saw Jesus occupied with a woman. And then the Bible says that in their minds, they were trying to wonder, why is he talking to a woman? But nobody said anything. Why is he talking to a woman? He is not somebody. Why? Why? Why is he talking? And then they interject, come in and say, Master, we have brought the food. We are hungry. We need to eat something. And Jesus speaks and he says, I have meat to eat you don't know of. Then when he said that, listen, you see, when God has not helped you with understanding, when he said that, then they rather said, has somebody brought him something to eat? You see the mind of humans. They were wondering if somebody has fed him. The meat to eat for Jesus is to catch man. Hallelujah. And I want to beg you. I'm getting worried about our attitude. When the brother posed the question to me, I know we are busy. What is wrong with you simply saying, oh, today our church says that he's going out. Why can't I just spend one hour with them and go and preach the gospel? Let me carry Jesus that somebody, now the work has been left for few people, minus leaders. What are we doing? What signal are we giving to the kingdom of God? What signal? And it worries me. I must tell you this. For the past, we've been too occupied with all kinds of organizational changes. I'm not able to go out there. I told my wife, I said, you know something? If church is not going, you don't have any right. We are going. Let's begin to evangelize in our area. Let's begin to be committed to something. Why? Because Jesus lived for one thing. That others may live. May the Lord help us. That one to you won't say amen. Church, please allow me to tell you the truth. 
A day is coming when men will not be told the truth. There is not a single one of us. Now listen to me. There is not a single one of us who had been saved only to sink. Who had been saved only to, to, I don't know how you want to put it. We are all not evangelists. But we are all supposed to carry Jesus. Praise the Lord. As for carrying of Jesus, it's everybody's duty. And when you carry Jesus, the replication is that you catch men. It is, it is part. Don't you, didn't you see it in Mark chapter 16 verse 20? God, Jesus works in partnership with every believer. So, when we carry Jesus, as we catch them, he does what he pleases. Praise the Lord. Did I say Mark sixteen twenty? What is there? And they went out, preached everywhere, and the Lord working with them, confirming the word through a company's signs. Hallelujah! If we want to see signs and wonders, it's, it's not going to come because we are praying for signs and wonders. It is because we, went, we will go everywhere to present Jesus. Even on your job. You see, let me tell you, when some of us were working by the grace of God, even on the job, there were miracles. Because people will come and say, also for come and pray for me, or because I have this issue, blah, 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 blah. And in no time, because I was carrying Jesus, I prayed and they got the healing. They got their miracles. And so may I say to us, please, 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 evangelism, we are a church that talks about knowing Jesus, sharing Jesus, Preparing to be with Jesus, gradually it's becoming a slogan. It's becoming a what do what are the words? It's becoming a talk. That's the scripture we just read. Follow me, and I will make you. I have the sense that either we have not been made yet. Or we resist our being made. Either we have not been made yet, or we resist our being made. There's no testimony now anymore. If we were all carrying Jesus, I can tell you that people will come and say, I want to follow this man. I see something in him. What, where, and what will Jesus be doing? What do you think? If Jesus were here, he would have been one man. And definitely, even if CNN was covering Jesus, not all of us will see Jesus. So in the wisdom of God, he said, I will make you. May we catch the revelation of being made in the name of Jesus. When the Lord makes a person, there's a difference. When the Lord makes a person, he has only one vision in life. That is to project Jesus. Anything minus the projection of Jesus in the life of a believer... It's a failure. Or else he will not say, follow me and I will make you. Let's take it a little further. Let me show you something in John chapter, John chapter 12, verse 25 and 26. Listen to this. 
Bible says, He who loves his life will lose it. Have you thought about that? And he who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone saves me, let him follow me. Somebody shout a big amen. See, see a man who, who loves Jesus. You follow him. If any man saves me, let that individual follow me. And where I am, there my servant will be also. And if anyone serves him, serves me, him, my father will honor. Ah, it's a big matter. Have you seen what Jesus is saying? If anyone loves his life, and may I humbly announce why we don't like to catch men by the preaching of the gospel is that we love our lives. I've come to church. I've paid my dues. It's a Sunday morning. The sun is scorching. I've done. I've paid my tithe. I've given my offering. It's okay. Let me just go and relax and have my fufu. Sunday afternoon fufu. These people who are going, let them go. Then we just, then you go and relax. Let me tell you, that is love of life. That is love of life. 25 we are. Early, he said, 25, please, thank you. But the danger and the replication is that that kind of attitude will let us lose eternal life. Where would Jesus be? What would he be doing? Whatever Jesus wants to do, may I let you know, may I let Dennis know, is that Jesus will love Dennis to be with him and Jesus will love Dennis to carry him and to present him to others. Praise the Lord. So he said in the verse 26, which is actually the main issue, if anyone serves me, are you a servant of God? How do you serve God? If anyone serves me, the manifestation of a person who serves Jesus, the first step is that, let him follow me. The person who serves Jesus is somebody who is always mindful to follow Jesus. He is very mindful to follow Jesus. That's the first manifestation. He loves to be with Jesus in secret. When I say be with Jesus in secret, I'm not talking about those meditations that they do. I'm talking about Bible and praying and the Bible imprinting and jumping from the sheets and coming to you. I'm not talking about you being lost in your body and become a witchcraft. Not talking about that. You will follow Jesus. Then the next thing is where Jesus is. Now the title of the message is where and what would Jesus be doing? And I asked the question and I saw my sister say, I believe he will be traveling to talk to people. We have created, we are a church of evangelism. We believe in evangelism. We believe in discipleship. We believe in the message. But brethren, the truth of the matter is that somehow it is slipping from our hands. When the Lord sent his child or servant and I was standing there and he says, why, why, why is it that in this church we announce that general outreach and leaders don't believe in what you are announcing. They don't believe in because if they believe in, they will be part of it. They will be part of it. Church members don't believe in. 
we can find excellent excuse as to why we cannot be part of it. May we repent, please. May we repent. See, Jesus says that if anyone serves me, let him follow me. What is the evidence that we are following Jesus? The evidence of following Jesus is so clear. Can I see that in the message? If anyone wants to serve me, then follow me. Then you will be where I am. Ready to serve at any moment, at any moment's notice. You know, unless we don't want to be true believers, I want to tell us. Because when I read Bible and I see some things, I see my life. I see it plain, plain. I see the thing that, Dennis, you are not doing this. And I read Bible. See what the Bible is saying. If anyone wants to serve me, then follow me. Then you will be, uh, then you will be where I am. Ready to serve at a moment's notice. When you have just been instructed that do this, but today keep announcing, next two weeks will be our evangelism. Even that one is not a moment notice. And yet, we will pack off. I know you may not like me for the message I'm preaching, but I thank God that I represent him. I beg you. I am worried. I'm being honest with you. I'm worried about how we are carrying Jesus about. Each passing day, you hear people are dying. Each passing day, People are dying. Are we going to continue like this? And I know that anybody else who does not join an outreach, both the one organized by church or your private one, anybody who is not involved in that, I can tell you, somebody's soul is hanging on your neck. This month, I told the outreach leadership, I'm a member of the outreach group as well. I said, we are not going to do celebrations so that on the calendar we have something to report on the strategic conference. Now, what is the name again? Huh? Ah, Paul. Delegates Conference. Oh, we did 52 evangelisms and... We are not interested in that. We are interested in living the life of evangelizing to the people. That's what we are interested in. It's not for gathering of reports to pat our backs. Why? 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 When are we going to wake up? I'm worried though. Not worried as I am worried about how the truth is slipping from the hands of saints. We can talk about so many things and report nicely. And when we have made our reports, we, we, we make as if we, we have done the greatest thing on the earth. Oh, ah, may the Lord forgive us. I'm begging God. I'm begging God for my life. This is not what I want to put myself in. This is not it. I want to see that what Jesus told me to do, I am doing it. I'm doing it. See what Jesus is saying. If anyone wants to save me, please, please, don't be mad with me. If anyone wants to save me, look at what he said, then follow me. Sister, brother, can I ask you a question? Would you be very genuine and bold to say that this is your Christian race, you are following Jesus? Would you be able to just say, me, all that I'm doing is that I'm following Jesus. Pastor, I know I am following Jesus. Would you be honest about this? Would you be? Ha. Then you will 
you will be where I am. That's why I asked the question. That's why I asked the question. Where, where would Jesus be? What would he be doing? He said, I came into the world to save sinners. So, equal sign to save sinners. Follow me and I will make you. Not fishers of money. Not fishers of businesses. But fishers of men. And I'm saying that I am not, by the grace of God, confused. I'm not asking us to stop working. Even on the job, you can carry Jesus to such an extent that people will be hungry to come and ask you. And in practice, you can carry Jesus in such a manner that be ready to give an answer to every man the hope of your faith in the Son of God. Ready to serve in a, at a moment's notice. The Father will honor and reward anyone who serves me. See, this is why we don't see God's manifestation in the life of the ordinary believer. Do you know God wants to honor? I plead. Please. I plead. That we will catch this revelation. Can we bow down our heads for prayer please? Can I humbly ask you to. Reflect a moment. What would Jesus be doing now? And what is he doing in you? Which is an evidence of your serving of him. I looked at this evangelism month coming up and I was like, oh Jesus. How this church would understand all of us. None of us is excused. We have become too mindful of different things. But you are the one who said one thing is needful. Teach us how we may choose that. Lord, would you pronounce on us at this particular time? Now. It tells me that you did something with the disciples at the time that you said now. You become catch, catchers of men. It tells me you did something in the spirit. That is why the following verse made it so clear. They abandoned everything. Lord, I pray that you will be in the first place of our hearts. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that where you want us to be is where we shall be. Lord, I pray. That where, what you want us to do is what we will do. Lord, I pray that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened in the knowledge of what you want us to do, that we may do it. Lord, I pray that you will, you, you see, Lord, when, when Saul met Samuel, he was giving with a different heart. Oh, this morning I pray that you may give us a different heart concerning this call in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray. 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 Lord, I pray for every brother here. Lord, I pray for every sister here. Lord, I pray for myself. Oh, would you whisper it one more time? Now you shall be catchers of men. Would you melt it to our hearts? Would you open the eyes of understanding that we may know 
what is relevant to do as you will do it through us. Help us not to resist you anymore, Lord. Help us not to be too religious to fight you, but be willing to do what you have asked us to do. Where would you be at this time? Oh, Jesus, what would you be doing? We ask you to do those things through us. Any heart that is willing, any heart that is ready, I pray, Lord, for us that you would help us to fulfill this truth in the name of Jesus. Now we thank you, Heavenly Father, for speaking to us. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for showing us your kindness. Lord, we cry to you. We know that our world is like the way it is because we are not carrying you. And the devil is just sitting on people even to misrepresent you. When you said in your word, I made man and woman, the world is saying you didn't. And that they came from with a different thing. How can we be so blasphemous? Lord, we beg you. We are the ones who are at fault. If we had gone with the gospel of Jesus, you would have presented yourself to them and you would have affected them. They would have received our message and they would have turned from their sins. And they would live in righteousness and peace and promote joy. They would do it. But we have failed you, Lord. We ask you this day to forgive us. And revive our soul. Revive our souls in you. Let the vision that you have given to this church live forevermore in the hearts of all of us. In the name of Jesus. Let the truth that you keep revealing unto us, O God, not be taken for granted. Lord, we beg you. Sometimes we have heard so much that we tend to think that it is one of those. We beg you, let your voice be heard in the name of Jesus. We thank you for this hour. Thank you for our offerings and tithes. Thank you for one another that you have been so gracious to talk with. As we go from here, go with us. Cause your face to shine upon us. Not that alone, but your, our hearts will carry you completely and do what you please. Until, Lord, your work on earth is done. Thank you. In the name of Jesus, have we prayed. Now the peace of God that passes all understanding will rest and abide with us all. Till we see Jesus, may we be faithful unto his calling of us. In the precious name of Jesus have we prayed and everyone said, God bless.